I love how like most of this podcast has just been you becoming closer to your parents. Right? Yeah. Aww, and you becoming further. <laughs> <laughs> and like, my parents are like, are you oh, okay? Do we your friends are Howard Stern. Do you want to talk to your pastor? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to pray? But it's just put it in God's hands. Thought, thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> Do we need to go up to the pulpit when they were called and like have someone pray over you? Thoughts oh and God. prayers. <laughs> Welcome. We are the ladies of Strange. I'm Ashley. I'm Tiffany. <laughs> I. What are you doing? I'm, Reba- Thank you for- I'm Rebecca. <laughs> Thank you for joining us as we question our friendship and discuss the history, mystery, and theory of all things questionable, odd, and eerie. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Why did you skip over my part? Because you had a balloon in your foot uh-huh. and you were flagging down the mothership. <laughs> Cowboy, take <laughs> me away. away. Would you like to do your party? Fly this girl as high as you can. No, I'm okay. good. We're just going to sing Dixie Chicks instead. Rebecca, how's it going this week? Are you ready it's to going teach great. us things? Are you guys ready to talk about something that's like super popular today and everyone's talking about? Keanu Reeves? Nope. Oh, well. Then uh, no. Mass yes. shootings. We're talking about Nazis. Yes. Oh. Okay. I hate how excited I got about that. <laughs> I was really I into World War II for a really long time. I really like Nazis a lot, too. I'm just curious what way you're going Wait, with this. You like Nazis? I like studying. A fabulous. Okay. You're interested. So before we get too far, disclaimer, we don't support Nazis. Uh, yes. We are fascinated by the history behind World War II. Oh, my God. Yes. It's my favorite topic. What happened? Experimentation. What have you? Are you talking How about to keep it from the- happening again? The what? Are you talking about mango mango? No, I'm okay, not. Good. So before we start, I feel like it's very important for everyone to know a quick World War II timeline because unless you know what's happening during World War II, because it's kind of complicated. I realized later that this doesn't actually have anything to do with my story, but I did it, and now you guys are going to listen. And you're going to hear it. So yes. shut up and listen. I'm okay. so happy right now. So 1939, World War II starts when Germany invades Poland on September 1st. We learned about this in Tiffany's epic Polish doctor. Yeah. Dr. Klucko. Klucko? Klucko. Polish. Dr. Coco. <laughs> Dr. Coco the gecko. Polish Glen Coco. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. September 1st. Germany invades Poland. <gasps> September 1st um, is my dad's birthday. <laughs> would you stop? <laughs> I'm sorry. That's my last interjection. It's not though. Happy birthday, dad. <laughs> What? September 1st. This is 1939. England and France officially declare war on September 3rd. United States remains neutral. In 1940, Auschwitz is established. Womp womp. That's Uh, more than a womp womp. Yeah, I put a sad face next to it, which doesn't like do it justice. Do it justice. But like, I didn't have enough room for all the sad faces that required to be next to it. Yes. Um, The U.S. moves from being neutral to non belligerency in order to help aid the allies which basically means like instead of being not involved at all they will help their allies yes 
Um, on May 10th, Germany invades France, Belgium, and the Netherlands. On June 10th, Italy declares war on Great Britain. Uh, France surrenders on June 22nd. And on September 16th, the USA starts its first peacetime draft, which, even though the U.S. wasn't technically at war yet, required the registering of all men between the ages of 21 to 45. That's my sister's birthday. September 3rd. I didn't interject, but that's my sister-in-law's birthday. Sorry. Oh, my God, guys. (laughs) I'm sorry. So 1941, I'm skipping a lot of major things because a lot of major things happened in World War War II and I just don't have time for it right now. I've never studied it. It's fascinating. So 1949, nope, 1941, March 11th, Roosevelt signs the Lend-Lease Bill allowing the sell, transfer title to, exchange, lease, lend, or otherwise dispose of to any such government whose defense the president deems vital to the defense of the United States any defense article. Yeah, what you said. Yep. Which basically means at that point, if you think it's going to be able to defend the United States, you can sell sell them military equipment. June 22nd, Germany invades the Soviet Union. December 7th. What happens on December 7th? Crickets. Crickets. Oh, no, that's D-Day, right? No, that's Pearl Harbor. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. One of those days. If Rebecca's nice, she'll cut out the first answer. Thank you. Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor on December 11th. Germany and Italy declares war on the U.S. And the U.S. declares war right back because that's how we do it. No, no. Uh, I declare war first. I'm rubber. You're glue. <laughs> Sorry. I Th- declare this war, war stuck war. on you. you I declare more war. <laughs> more war. All the wars on you. <laughs> I did it first. Let the record state. I don't know why huge. I found that so funny. It's, it's just... It, I just because that's, it's true. That's yep. us to a That's team. our mentality. Nuh-uh. <laughs> so, 1942. In January, U.S. troops arrive in Great Britain. The Japanese capture Singapore. On February 19th, Roosevelt issues Executive Order 9066, which allows the internment of Japanese Americans, i.e. the imprisoning of immigrants. Also, sad face, sad face, sad face, sad face. Yes. History doesn't repeat itself. Not at all. Yeah, sad face, all the sad faces. All the sad uh, faces. July 6th, Anne Frank and her family go into hiding. Mm. November 8th, the Allies invade North Africa in Operation Torch. In 1943, on February 2nd, Germans surrender at Stalingrad in the Soviet Union. July 25th, Mussolini reigns. Uh, September 3rd, Italy surrenders. November 28th, Tehran conference begins. I'm not sure I pronounced that right, but it's fine. We're moving on. I have uh, a VHS of that, by the way. 1944 on June 6th was D-Day. Thank you, Ashley. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I, I was, was whispering thanks to Tiffany. <laughs> which was the day the beaches of Normandy were stormed. I think I know what you're talking about. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> World War II. <laughs> World War II. <laughs> on July 20th, was a failed assassination attempt of Hitler. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. On August 4th, Anne Frank and her... That's the day I'd go back to in history. On August 4th, Anne Frank and family are discovered. August 25th, the Allies liberate Paris. Woo! Woo! Party favorites. Uh, 1945, on April 12th, Franklin D. Roosevelt dies. Wah-wah. April 30th, Hitler commits suicide, which is fine. That's fine. 
I almost did another party favor thing. Sorry. <laughs> I have so many things to say about that. May 7th, unconditional surrender is signed by Germany. On August 5th, Little Boy, which was a uranium bomb, was dropped on Hiroshima, Japan. F is for friends that do things together. U, U is, is for uranium bombs. Bomb. Do, do, do. August 9th, Fat Man, which is a plutonium bomb, was dropped on Nagasaki, Japan. And finally, Japan's surrender was announced on August 15th and was formally signed on September 2nd. Take a breath now. Oh, <laughs> man. All right. Quick and dirty. I feel like well, it's important. Quick and dirty. Hey. I feel like it's important to understand, like, quick refresher, because a lot of these very important time parts in time I forgot. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of important to just remember how many moving parts there were. Yeah. And it's one and of those how things. how long it lasted. Like, World War II is my favorite subject to research. It's fascinating. It was my favorite. Yeah. I have way too many dvds and vhs's and books on it but there are because there's so much to it it's easy to forget a lot yeah. of the, have any of you read mind comp i haven't been no. able to find an english version of it i want to every time so i you don't know german no how dare you i know and actually the Says library the person whose lineage is actually german never mind so is mine <laughs> but um the library has a copy of it but it's always checked out so there's other sick fuck. We need to get it and stick some of our cards in there. Right? <laughs> oh my God. Well, <laughs> I need to go to the library. Okay. By the way, <laughs> mm-hmm. this isn't related to anything at all, but it popped up in my research. Oh, yay. Jägermeister was invented in 1935 in a vinegar factory. Ooh. It is made from 56 herbs, takes a year to make, was originally used for medicinal purposes for cough and flu, and is considered by Germans to be Leberkleister. Or, or lip, liver glue. Oh. oh. Did anybody else ever think that Jägermeister had deer blood in it? No. That was a myth. Well, yeah. Disclaimer, I've never had Jägermeister. You're not missing a whole lot. I didn't think I was. Do you like licorice? In some very small portions. My husband, the first then night we like met, it. drank an entire bottle of Jägermeister. Oh, my God. Does not remember meeting me. <laughs> the second night we no, met it was the kraken yeah the second night we met he showed up after i was hammered and i don't remember seeing him so the third time <laughs> third time's the charm yeah that's when we both remember meeting each other and it's been history ever since so what the hell is rebecca talking about and why do we need to know all this nazis are assholes can i can i take a guess yes are you talking about the inflatable army no oh damn it's- tm <laughs> Dips. You did not create the inflatable. <laughs> you cannot <laughs> That was a app. Dibs. Ew, I actually just licked my microphone. Hi, my name's <laughs> Tiffany, and I know how word works. Words work. Damn it. All I can picture now is what your inflatable army would be, and it's just a room full of sex dolls. <laughs> I was going to say, that's all it would be. <laughs> Okay, so why am I talking about this? Because Nazis. Because we're talking about inventions that were created during World War II. Oh. Oh. And I wrote this before doing the research. Bonus points if it's wild technology. Extra bonus points if it's wild Nazi technology. It's all Nazi technology. Extra bonus (laughs) points. Extra bonus points for you. Disclaimer, and I did write this. The ladies of strange do not condone Nazis or whatever their ridiculous, bigoted views involve or entail. But Rebecca found this technology interesting, so we're talking about it. Snaps. I am all for all of that. Disclaimer. We do not support any of that, whether it was in 1939 or, or 2019. 
continue. Yeah. So, some really cool things were invented during war- wartime, such as giant mega tank, the stealth bombers, space planes, and the first mass-produced helicopter. But space that's, planes? That's not why we're here. Because those are kind of normal compared to what I'm about to cover. Space planes? <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe I should have covered space planes. Imagine, like, remote control gliders that go into space. So actual space planes, not you weren't talking about rockets. Rockets. <laughs> That's, I was like, is this just like 30s, 40s lingo for a rocket ship? They space didn't, planes. If you're about to realize they didn't know what they were doing in the 30s and 40s. Because no. you got to remember, this is the first war that airplanes were really used in. Space planes. Space planes. We got really ambitious really (laughs) fast, guys. I love it. First, we are covering the bouncing bomb. What? So, the bomb was originally designed by the British and was purposed for destroying dams. Damn. Right? So, this bomb would be, this is so great, would be dropped from a plane. It would bounce across the water. It would hit the dam wall and then sink before exploding the dam. So it was skip. They would skip. Right, they would bombs. skip bombs. Oh my god! <laughs> like skipping that, rocks. That would suck though if I did it because I can never get it. I always just like I throw it and it plunks. It never <laughs> skips. <laughs> and that is why Tiffany is not in any branch of of government of the military. military. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So by having it go under the water, this allowed a direction of the bomb to go directly into the dam instead of the dam being protected by the water. Okay. Because the water is an incompressible fluid, meaning if something happens above it, it's not going to affect what's going on below it. How sciencey are you getting with this? Because you just said lots of words that were not space plane. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry. That's what did you say? Water was Um, (laughs) non-flammable. Thank you. Non-flammable. Non-compressible. Compressible. Yeah. Like. So, like, imagine you have a balloon full of air and you can, like, squeeze it. Mm-hmm. That's how hydraulics work, right? You can pressurize air and you can unpressurize air. You can't really do that with water because it will stay the same size. Air, if you compress, it'll change sizes. Water doesn't do that. Okay. <laughs> I'm just picturing a water balloon and how I can squeeze that, too. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm But it stays the same volume. It doesn't... So does the air. If you have air trapped in a balloon, wouldn't it stay the same? Because it's not escaping. You're just moving it. My point is, like, imagine, like, an air tank. You can add more air to it. Whereas if that sucker is full of water, it's going to stay full of the same amount of water. Yeah, if it's full it's of not air, it's compressible. Stays- so here's what I got from what she said originally. I knew this would happen. If you take, I don't know, it's you've got a bug and it explodes. It's not going to affect anything right under the water. <laughs> wow why do you think all the action heroes dive underwater when something explodes because yes. it's non-flammable that's not why i mean yes but no but yes but no so yes we're, we're moving on basically this bomb dives under with them and it's like i got you yeah and then it moves all the water and explodes yeah. all the things Okay. So this bomb was cylindrical. It was 60 inches long and 50 inches in diameter. It originally weighed 9,250 pounds. Holy shnikes. How did it bounce? 6,000 of which, again, water's not compressible, so it could like bounce and it... It is not oobleck. Think of it it as a ship. It acts like oobleck at a high velocity. Think of it as a ship. A ship can float even though it weighs more than 6,000 pounds. So I, this is just like a buoyancy. bouncing. It's a bouncing ship. <laughs> and okay. then occasionally so it dive bombs. And a space plane. <laughs> 
so this bouncing i'm i've already lost it i'm not even through the first one so this bomb <laughs> Weighed 9,250 pounds, 6,000 of which was a mix of TNT and RDX. And oh, I you, fuck. I tried to figure out what RDX was, and I think I'm on a list now. <laughs> Welcome to the club. If I wasn't before, like, I, there was science, there was like chemistry words, which I'm science y, but like chemistry is still like potions you to me. Like me. There's chemistry <laughs> words. And I'm like, those mean chemicals, and it goes boom. The Did end. you ask our coworker? I didn't. I should have. <laughs> um, she would have known. Uh, okay, so inside of this bomb, there were fancy hydrostatic pistols inside, which measured the pressure of the water as the bomb sank, allowing the bomb to detonate at a predetermined depth. Oh, that's cool. So it won't detonate unless there's enough pressure on it? Exactly. Oh, man. Ashley's so lost. Uh (laughs) I'm a very visual person. So in my mind, I've got like bouncing balls and bugs exploding. It's great. I'm still stuck on balloons filled with water and balloons filled with air and how they do basically the same thing. (laughs) But never mind okay while it was originally invented for dams in 1941 by barnes wallace this bomb could also be used against submerged vehicles like sandwiches (laughs) (laughs) thank you for laughing at that i thought that was clever that was very clever i love it good job ashley's already fed up with me and i'm not even i'm not fed up i'm just real confused so i'm just gonna smile and look pretty through this one So we're done with the bouncing. I got the sandwiches reference. We're done with the bouncing bombs. You will be able to understand this next one. Are you sure? It's the cornering rifle. I like rifles. There we go. What is Does it go around corners? Yes. Ooh. So this rifle called a Krumlov. It was supposed to go around corners. It was supposed to go around corners. <laughs> I don't um, think it actually did. So it had a curved barrel. The idea being to allow German soldiers to shoot around corners or over walls. While innovative for anyone who is remotely familiar with guns, <laughs> the curved barrel would cause the bullets to quickly disintegrate because, you know, the bullets are made of. Did it kill so many Nazis in testing? No, it just didn't Damn. work. Like it wouldn't actually like make it out of the barrel because it just like. Well, I was hoping it would explode while they were trying to shoot it. Yeah, and all the Nazis. Would okay, explode well, with it. there were plans for ninety degree models, meaning it goes from like what? straight to in front of you to hard left, no, what? or hard right, depending on which way you swing, <laughs> and models long enough for tanks. Why would you need these on a tank? What tank is going around a corner? Well, and can't tanks like the part that yes they can rotate yeah they can but it can't go around corners because then you would have to be like sitting halfway around the thing you were trying to go across (laughs) and then basically you're just in line of fire anyway yeah exactly i have like in parentheses why so ultimately because nazis are dumb they were innovative but some of these are just like eh. so only 30 degree barrels were ever really produced and only kind of worked Oh, well, too. Never mind. I'm thinking way further back than the topic. Go ahead. <laughs> so, up next is an even bigger gun. I called something that's going to make Tiffany giggle. Oh, jeez. Oh, God, I'm so excited. The Busy Lizzie. <laughs> <laughs> that was more than a giggle. <laughs> this is a V3 cannon that was 430 feet long and had to be built on a hillside to support it. Holy cannoli. Which, of course, meant the Nazis built this sucker in Pas-de-Claz in northern France, which was just under 100 miles from London. So not only are they dumb, but they're obviously compensating. <laughs> yes. So well, we're I'll, learning a lot about Nazis All today. I can think is like it has to be built on a hill. 
because it's so big yeah that is very ineffective for it doesn't go anywhere like once it's there it's there yeah like oh you've got this big gun that's pointing this way but i'm going to punch you with my little pew pew and (laughs) with your little pew pew to be fair though and the zoom zoom (laughs) we think about it like them being on top of the hill is really stupid because they're not on top of the hill it goes like up the hill but what i'm saying to us thinking about like people stationing on hills was really stupid but if they had a gun that they thought could shoot harder and faster and further then they could see someone approaching and shoot them further away but they were on the back of the hill well the big deal but the big deal behind this was they were within 100 miles of london and by this point they had um they were occupying france and at this time you didn't really have you know sky view or Um, radar aerial view thank you you didn't have radar you couldn't really tell that they were building there unless you directly flew over it or you had spies okay so today i'm not not saying fly yeah i'm not saying they were stupid for that reason because i'm sure that i I could see the uses of that i just think like the amount of effort that goes into building a gun that big that can't be moved is kind of stupid I mean, what else were they going to do? Um, Die. The, Stop the, being Nazis. <laughs> so <laughs> the initial plan was to bombard London with a 310 pound shell. Ooh. For reference, a 22 bullet w- weighs roughly about 40 grams or less than 40. Well, 22 is really small. I misspoke, but it's a common bullet. Yeah. Lots of people are familiar with. So 22 weighs typically less than 40 grains. Or because bullets are named or um, weighed in grains. Oh, good to know. So it's less than 0.09 ounces. Oh, so yeah. 22 mm-hmm. is itty bitty. So is it? Yeah. My question would be shooting a bullet that weighed 300. How much? 10. 10. 10 pounds. Mm-hmm. Basically, that would be like a little bomb or a big bomb, right? It's a big fucking bullet. Yeah. Yeah. But it would go off like a bomb. Ooh, how did they make a bullet that big? A really big Press. bullet mold. Hmm. Like I just, I'm just okay. looking at my large tumbler in my hands, and I'm like, if I filled this with gunpowder, that would probably weigh like five pounds, maybe. maybe? Well, That's I know I should have looked at how much a 22 bullet. What's it called? Completely assembled weighs. That's probably close to it. Yeah, they're not. I mean, an entire box of them is less than a pound. Like they yeah. are. It's light. So, despite all this overcompensating, endless problems happened during testing, one of which ended with the gun exploding, so the der- Germans decided to discard the project. I should have just continued with Derpmans at this point. <laughs> Derpmans. <laughs> Sorry, Germany. Love you now. You sucked then. Most um, of you. Most of you. Uh, so, up next is the aerial rammer. Kinky. I'm going to ram it. Okay. Later in the war, Germany needed a solution to the fact that the Allies were continually rocking German cities and not in a good way, Tiffany. Rock me on my dais. One solution was to create airplanes designed to ram into the Allied bombers, thus bringing them to the ground. So like so, bumper cars for planes. So what, did they have like a pendulum swinging underneath it? No, they the idea created a Zeppelin rammer, which had steel etched wings and a ramming nose designed to crush other aircraft while the idea was to remain intact. So it wasn't like kamikaze. No. Okay. 
Because that was the was first thing I thought. When bumper you said. space planes. Bumper space planes. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but ironically enough, this idea was never actually put to the test since Damn the order it. for prototypes was placed in 1945, during which the Allies bombed the factory. Oh, oh good job, Allies. Claps for clap, you. Clap, clap. You're not a Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> you did better, Johnny. Yes, you, you did, did better, did. Johnny. <laughs> Speaking of kamikazes, we're not talking about manned bombs. Oh. Manned? So think about it. Today, we have essentially remote control bombs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how would you How would you have that in the 1940s? You wouldn't. I always just pictured just dropping them from planes. You would stick a man inside of it. That's steered it, obviously. Inside the bomb? Yep. What the hell? Yeah. What? So the original suicide bombers. Yeah. Well, I don't think they were original. Well, maybe not original, but yeah. OG suicide bombers. So <laughs> so while not particularly devastating, the Feistler V-103R did have the advantage of having a pilot on board. The Nazis did take these into production and started conducting test flights. However, Hitler's military advisors thought suicide missions weren't part of the German warrior tradition, and eventually the project was dropped. Yeah, because instead we're pussies and hide behind our leader. Right. I had in my mind a bomb opening up and like a ejection seat. George Jetson. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then they just parachute down into the into explosion. The <laughs> into yeah. the explosion and the carnage. And bef- if they didn't get shot out of the air. Oh, then they just... Never mind. I just got real excited about the thought of Nazis burning. Wow. <laughs> Should we have a drink break? Ashley's getting dark. Let's let's take a drink break. Do we need a chill pill? Oh, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> We're still taking a drink break, though. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> As they moved towards us, they grew in height and and slenderized and became distorted. And then all of a sudden I happened to look up and I saw this giant, like eight foot hairy creature just run across the road. She was claiming a man was talking to her through the sound machine. As it walked, it walked like an ape. But human, though, too, also. I swear it had to stand about maybe seven feet, seven and a half feet. Hey, everybody. I'm Steven. And I'm Kyle. And we are the hosts of the Hollow Sky Podcast, a project we're putting together to feature your paranormal encounters. Or just simply feed your curiosity into the unknown. You can catch us on every social media platform at Hollow Sky Podcast. And you can catch new episodes every Monday on your favorite podcast listening app. So we hope you hear from us soon. Let's get weird. I'm not ready. I'm going to kick something. Are you ready to talk about more Nazi inventions? Hold on. I am now. (sighs) Up next, we have Death Rays. Death rays. <gasps> sharks <laughs> with lasers. <laughs> Did you just say sharks with lasers? <laughs> Shout out to Cookie Monster. <laughs> and Austin Power. <laughs> um, German Freaking scientists. Lasers, man. German scientists first developed particle accelerators in the 1930s. Freaking laser beam. Fun fact. These are called Betatrons. I mm. bet you're Tron. 
Nope. <laughs> a betatron is a type of cyclic particle accelerator. It is essentially a transformer with a torus-shaped vacuum tube as its secondary coil. An alternating current in the primary coil coils accelerates electrons in the vacuum around it, a circular path. Thanks, Wikipedia. <laughs> Can we go back to water? <laughs> <laughs> but we get to talk about Tesla now. You know, I like to pride myself as being a fairly intelligent person, and then you talk. And I feel like I'm watching an anime, because that's how I feel when I try to watch anime. I'm like, what is happening? Have there not- are no Power Rangers here. Have you not watched Avatar? No. You need to watch Avatar. You need to watch Fairy Tale. No. See, you need to watch Avatar, because those who've seen Avatar will appreciate the fact that my favorite character in the world is Sokka. I haven't seen Avatar. Both of you need to see Avatar Neanderthals. It's fantastic. I have seen Fairy Tale, and I tried to get Matt to name Titan happy, and he wouldn't do it. So there's okay. that. Okay. So Tesla added- Only because he wasn't blue. So continue. <laughs> Tesla added important framework for such a device in 1934, telling Time Magazine that a device like this would be able to obliterate squadrons of planes. Ooh. My brain is so far gone. I, I just heard obliterate squirrels. Well, <laughs> well, it's about to get worse because Tesla went on to explain that these machines use something called teleforce, which is a proposed defense weapon by Nikola Tesla that accelerated pellets or slugs of material to a high velocity inside a vacuum chamber via electrostatic repulsion and then fire them out at fired them out of aim nozzles at intended targets. Thank you again, Wikipedia. Um. Um, fast gun shotgun yeah fast gun with did, little pellets that go did you know tesla coils were used in the philadelphia experiment <laughs> do you know i got to ride in a tesla once what <laughs> all right go tesla okay so tesla tried to interest the u.s war department and other countries in this idea but none ever contracted with them okay tesla described one of these devices as a tower that would be placed on a building in a critical location or by a shore and would have a range of up to 200 miles so he would have um shit what are those things called uh Mm. they're in matt's video games shit (laughs) shit what are they called damn it you need to phone a friend <laughs> no um are, are you good am i gonna have to like pause here she's I phoning just, a friend you're, you're gonna have to pause here <laughs> so apparently the word is tower <laughs> I feel really stupid. Mohammed. <laughs> Mahatma Gandhi. <laughs> no, but I'm sorry. In this video game, they've got these towers that you have to destroy because it's like shooting at whoever's closest. And that's what that is. And you said tower. And so like a sniper t- tower. Yeah, but it's unmanned. Oh, <laughs> so like the death ray tower. Bite me. Um, okay, well, pretty much all the Axis powers, which were Germany, Italy, and Japan, had projects trying to do this. Germany had two projects trying to do this. The first was led by a man named Scheibolt, and it involved a particle accelerator and beryllium rods. That's all I got on that. The second was led by Dr. Rolf Witterow until February 1945, at which point the Dresden Plasma Physics Laboratory was bombed. Oh, no. 
In April of that year, Dr. Witter Rose's device was taken into custody by the U.S. While many attempts were made over the years to make a working death rate in 1995, the International Committee of the Red Cross... 1995? 1995. The International Committee of the Red Cross prohibited the use and transfer of blinding laser weapons. Unless they were attached to the top of sharks. Sharks. Freaking laser beams. Yep. Why did the Red Cross make that decision? I don't... It's not the Red Cross. It's the International Committee of the Red Cross. Duh. I don't know. Not the Red Cross. The Committee of the Red Cross. Would you guys like to hear about the sun gun? Ooh, this one sounds fun. Black hole sun. Why won't you come and copyright our show? So... Hermann Auberth, a German scientist, originally came up with this concept in 1923 and originally had peaceful purposes such as illuminating ports or thawing frozen rivers. Oh, how sweet. Holy shit. Is this just going to be one big, like, I'm going to fry you? Yep. (gasps) Yep. What? The idea was simple and can be easily recreated by using a small mirror. No schematics survived, but illustrations in Life magazine, which I have links to, suggested that the mirror would be placed in space pre-assembled. Oh. Space planes. How they would get this thing up there, I don't know. They weren't very clear on that. Space planes. Okay. The crew that would be operating this massive mirror would live in the body of the mirror, breathe air produced by pumpkin plants, and would wear magnetic shoes to combat gravity. Oh my god. You know what, though? I just had flashbacks to frogs. And <laughs> why? Why? Because of the breathing air? Breathing through their skin. Oh boy. Um, no, this is. I have to remember that they don't know what we know currently. So that's pretty innovative. Speaking of innovative, helmets would be mandatory to prevent forgetful crashes into the ceiling. <laughs> Same. <laughs> <laughs> so, how did the sun gun work? reflection it it was like yes it was like the bad guy from toy story who killed all or like burnt all the toys sid sid thank you the kid yeah yeah not the science kid nope just the kid yeah so the mirror was made up of individual panels that could have been remotely controlled this would allow the rays of the sun to illuminate a large portion of the earth focus on small targets or just direct the sun out into space when not in use could you imagine if you accidentally got the calculations a little off and it was like oh shit no i'm sorry oh, maybe that's central the problem gone. right now maybe there's some abandoned sun gun that's hovering right over georgia right now <laughs> protecting every bit of sun on us for reference guys the heat index is fucking ridiculous right now please send help in oh, it, it was, was 133 degrees in james's shop today yeah yeah i wore yeah. a sweater to work today because i'm stupid <laughs> <laughs> i told inside. you you were gonna get overheated i was inside it was fine so Oberth's original plans had the mirror with a diameter of 100 kilometers would kilometers 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 <laughs> would originally cost three billion marks and would take <laughs> so dominic's on antibiotics right now <laughs> and james was picking him up so i told him i was like don't forget he has to take his medicine before he goes to bed tonight he takes 7.5 mls and james goes i know the metric system that's milliliters <laughs> that's what i said that but is okay what i said <laughs> kilometers <laughs> kilometers i i i have a smart um <laughs> it would originally cost three billion marks and take 15 years to complete a mirror yeah 
It's big. It's, it's a big fucking big. Mirror. So converting it to English. Yeah, because we're stupid. It would be 62.14 miles in diameter. Holy snakes. And would okay? take. I did that wrong. Okay, hold on. One trillion seven hundred and seventeen billion nineteen million three hundred and eighteen and twenty one cents. Hot damn. Today? The 15 years is still the same. Hot damn. That is... That's in today's dollars? Yeah, that's in today's dollars. That's in today's dollars. But could you just... All of that money and time and yeah, labor and material... And mirror. And it could potentially be not quite calibrated, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> and just fry yourself. See, well, I just what, had this what vision... What are you trying to... Oh my God. I just had this vision of Tiffany drawing a giant dick in the earth. Oh. Crop circles. Did you say crotch circles? Crop. <laughs> but yes. I just don't know what they were going to try and do with that where it what couldn't did go wrong. What did Sid do? I understand what they wanted to do with it, but how they did not think that it would go wrong. Well, they were Nazis. They didn't do anything wrong. But they had people everywhere. So it's like if they pointed it towards one of their enemies, they had Nazis there. They did design a kamikaze bomb. That bounced on water. I'm aware. That's but what is this? <laughs> statics. Non-flammable, incompressible statics. Yes. Um, non-flammable <laughs> statics. So I'm not. By why Gandhi. I just realized the floor is wet and cold because Ashley's dropped an ice cube. I didn't know such thing. Liar. Um, I'm not going to get into the specifics on how you maneuver something this large in space or the electrical requirements. That is... Um, that's probably my favorite thing you've said just because of how ridiculous it is. Well, you got to remember, like, it's this big, giant, compact mirror floating in space before we had even entered space. Like, what were the plans? Who thought about this? Nobody. Nobody. Maybe send Sputnik up first. Eh. Semantics. Sounds uh, like some of the people we used to work with. Like, no, no. This is what we're doing. No, like, no. We're, but, we're not. But should we, shouldn't we test this? No. no. Okay. No. Let's spend all the monies. Pink um, fuzzy disc twaddler. <laughs> that's not a sex toy, guys. It's a joke. Uh, it does sound like a sex toy, and I think I bought it years ago. <laughs> Pure uh, romance. Right. The ultimate idea of the giant mirror be able to make large parts of North America inhabitable and be able to keep sea lanes open in northern Siberian harbors. Oh, they were going to point that at us. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> I told you that's what happened. It's just stuck on the south of North America. That's my favorite thing. That's better than Muhammad. Oh my god. I was just picturing it being pointed at another European country. And I'm like, that's too close to them. They would fry. This is why she's my favorite person. You girl, you complete me. Am I wrong? No, no. I get why it's funny. I get that. But I just pictured them trying to point it at another country in I'm Europe dying. and they would still die. No, that's true. But it would be such a focused, like if they were doing it to another country in Europe, it would be so focused that you, in my mind, if it's in this, forgot the word for space. <laughs> if it were in space. The tra distance it had traveled, it would be such a fine pinpoint. You could like outline France 
with it and then just like oh, they couldn't they were not in they my were mind not that smart well i mean if it was done properly <laughs> so <laughs> back on track pun time this takes a whole meaning of global warning warming to the next level <laughs> but second pawn this never got off the ground ah, bravo man bravo that's beautiful <laughs> oh my god that's really funny the funniest thing about this is while i was researching this i found a picture of what they think the sun gun would look like so i took a picture of it in snapchat to send to the conductor because he finds things like this also interesting and i was like, excited to be researching something he would also find interesting and i was like i took the picture and something along the lines of like nazi technology is really interesting I sent it to the wrong person. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Later, my friend just like replies with like dot, dot, dot. Okay. Dot, dot, dot. I'm like, what are you? Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> See, my favorite thing is if I do something stupid like that and they reply back and they're like, question mark, question mark. Going, Check out our podcast. <laughs> I told her that. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm researching things for the podcast. Um, I'm not a Nazi white supremacist. Please don't be mad at me and stay uh, friends. Durr. If anybody thought that you were, they're obviously not a friend. I don't just, I mean, you should be flattered I'm sending sun guns to you. I don't know. I, oh, my God. It, Please tell me you have the sun gun for the blog. Uh, I'll find it. Good. I have like links to like the I magazine. Need, please tell me you have a screenshot of that Snapchat for the blog. <laughs> oh my god. I didn't even think about it until afterwards. I was like, that was, that was bad. That's magnificent. Okay. So we're going to start wrapping this up. Okay. Unfortunately. This is the point where we go from real things straight to conspiracy theories about Nazi technology. I love conspiracy theories. Technology that includes... UFOs. Yes! My favorite. Something that I will cover in my next episode in honor of the number 51. <gasps> yes! Rebecca! Rebecca! <laughs> Cheers from the crowd! <laughs> the Monstars won! Now, no promises it'll just be about Nazi UFOs. I'll probably find multiple depending on like... Oh, wait. We're not covering that now? No. No, damn it. No, is it? Cliffhanger. <laughs> I thought you meant like... I'm sorry. We're talk it's about conspiracy theories which involve UFOs nope. as like a precursor... Precursor? Precursor to your next episode, which will be episode 51. Yes. Fuck. <laughs> this is episode 48. I am so happy. Rebecca... I'm like bowing down on that one. Ta-da! You get all the good episodes this year. Doesn't yours come out on Halloween too? I probably also have episode 69 for some reason. Yeah. I just don't get any good ones. You had Halloween last year. And you had our first episode ever. That's because y'all were pussies. (laughs) I was busy figuring out how podcasts. Fair. Just how podcasts. 100? 100? That would be you. It would be you. (gasps) Okay, I special. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, that's Nazi technology. I know. I love that. Good job, ma'am. Do you like the wiggly eyebrows there? Oh, I didn't see them. Can you do them again? No, you had wiggly eyebrows. You said for now, wiggle, wiggle. I am so excited. Rebecca, that ending. Good job. I'm like on the edge of my seat. Almost started with the anti-gravity technology and the conspiracies behind UFOs. I'm like, no, no, no. No, no, no. I finally found something. That I've been looking for for Area 51. I mean, sorry, episode 51. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not ruining this. So we're looking at the other ridiculous stuff Nazis came up with. I am so excited. Good job, ma'am. Oh, brava. Oh, damn. We don't hear that for a long time. Three weeks. Man. Yeah. (laughs) That's one hell of a dingleberry, huh? (laughs) (laughs) I don't even 
even remember if that made it into a kind of an episode. Oh, Dingleberries are now known as cliffhangers. cliffhangers. Just FYI. So, oh, that was beautiful. Continuity, Rebecca. This is why I don't write audio dramas. I love this. Good job, ma'am. Yep. I appreciate you. I but now I don't like it. Is this payback for Albert Flick? No, it just happened to be this way. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't believe you. Yeah, well. <laughs> well, that was fascinating. Yes, ma'am. It was like the first. Okay. In all honesty, it was the first thing I found about UFOs. I was like, I really want to cover this. Wait. You I have ha- to hold off. I have to like chill for a second and cover other interesting things about Nazis first. Oh, God forbid. Gustfabra. <laughs> Gustfabra. I have a few Nazi uh, related topics on my to-do list as well i've already done one so they're fascinating mm-hmm. sick twisted but awful fascinating. people but a creative bunch we'll give them that right. not a good creative but creative i was about to say bouncing bomb but that was invented by the british technically yeah well it's fine well remember friends <laughs> everyone has something that they find odd like science <laughs> <laughs> Let Rebecca try to teach you why it's not. If you have any questionable topics, like, <laughs> fuck. Like, how to say question? Like, words. If you have incompressible subjects <laughs> that you'd like to static, <laughs> you can share Send them, them with Rebecca. us on any of our social medias. Links can be found in the World Wide Web. Via theladiesestrange.com, or you can send them via carrier pigeon known as Google <laughs> at theladiesestrange at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. And if you think we're doing a great job and want to support the show, you can now find us on Patreon. Which, by the way, FYI, we released at the beginning of August. A month of strange, yeah, where we covered use of pendulums. We're about to release in one, two, three days. Three days. Another topic of a month of strange, which would be meditation. Meditation. A month of zenning out. Which you would think, if Rebecca spent a month zenning zenning out, why is she talking about Nazis? I don't know. It's still the beginning of the month when we're recording this. Peek behind the curtain. Look, the way I see it. Oh, wait, I don't want to give too much away. We'll talk about it in Patreon. Come join us. Patreon.com forward slash the ladies of strange. And before she gets mad at me, keep it strange, lovelies. Bye. Bye.